This Facts and O'Brien podcast is brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Where it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Guns and Roses on Rock 102. So uh, a mix of uh, sun and clouds, the slight chance of a shower today. But uh, tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny and a good chance of a severe thunderstorm is possible. It'll be warmer, too. Today, 78. Tomorrow, 85. Right now, it is 57 in downtown Springfield. Yeah, yesterday you were uh, forecasting morning storms. Yes. Nothing happened. Well, I don't know who to believe anymore. It's like everybody's lying to me. Those uh, That forecast, I believe, was written on Sunday night. So I think it rained sometime between midnight and 5 a.m. That would be morning storms. We missed them. I guess so. They must have been way out of the out of the area. No, they were right here. They just happened to be before we woke up. I didn't see any wet roads. That's all they, I'm saying. They got wet, and then they dried. Yeah, it's not much of a storm. Anyway, uh, listen, professional wrestling is coming to uh, Springfield this Saturday. We're going to talk to a guy who's organizing an event at Tower Square. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like just in the streets. Well, it may carry over. You never know. Sometimes people get motivated by what they see in front of them. I guess. So we'll be talking to a Jeremy Leary after 8 o'clock about that and other stuff, too. Wasn't he he like a, a scientist who was into LSD? No, 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 no. That's Timothy Leary, and Timothy Leary's dead. No, no, no. You're thinking of the old lady with the cow that, no. that set Chicago on fire. No, that's uh, that's uh, Mrs. O'Leary, and that was just her cow. Oh, you're thinking of that uh, character that Robin Williams played where they thought he was the maid. No, no, no. That's Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> what are going to do with that one now? Oh, you go on with Mrs. forever. It's 536 on Rock 102. Save yourself 30% on Union's... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Jill Walsh in Rock 102. Mix of sun and clouds today. The chance of a shower and uh, a high in the uh, 70s. It's um, 69 right now in downtown Springfield. It's not even close. It's 54. Well, that depends on what you're looking at. I'm looking at... uh, I never look at 22 News. I look at Taylor Knight right now, so she's even heating up the room. Hey, what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash? Jeff Bridges had some good news to share yesterday. His cancer is in remission. Last October, he announced he was diagnosed with lymphoma and would be starting treatment. And yesterday, he said his 9-inch by 12-inch mass is now the size of a marble. Wow. Good for uh, him. He also said he had COVID-19 earlier this year, and he caught it at the facility where he was receiving chemotherapy. That's ironic. That makes you think. He's uh, feeling much better now and credits his recovery to the vaccine. Up until recently, he was needing oxygen just to walk around, but thanks to therapy, he was able to walk his daughter down the aisle at her wedding and do the father-daughter dance without an oxygen tank. And he's... Huh? I I just, uh, you know, I'm I'm lucky. Uh, You know, my, my chemo is a pill. But to have to go and sit in a in a suite with a bunch of other people with needles in their arms, and that's where you get COVID. Dude, they give you a TV. And oh music. yeah, I mean, probably magazines to read. Yeah. Kind of nice, but uh, still. Yeah. Well, 
All the times I went to those chemotherapy treatments, I was like, oh, look, they have free cable here. Yeah. HBO included. Yeah. They had HBO also? I don't know if they did or not. I'm I want to stay. Yeah, let's stay right here. Yeah. How about a few more treatments for everybody <laughs> here? Uh, Jeff will soon resume resume filming his new Hulu series, The Old Man. What's that about? It's about uh, a guy who's aged a bit. Ah, it's about uh, it's a baby movie, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that the movie with the talking baby. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is dating that uh, Common rapper. His name is Common. Common is yeah. his name. Yeah. yeah, Tiffany Haddish wants Common to propose with an apartment building, not a ring. She said, "Quote, come at me with a deed, baby. Don't come at me with a, no ring." How do you carry that around on your ring on your finger? Uh, she's actually kind of smart. Yeah, yeah, she's very smart. Although she, she would be a common law wife. Ooh, Ooh. listen to you using words yeah. to make a point. And he doesn't even know who that is. No, I don't. no, he doesn't need to. Uh, Pete Davidson and Kaylee Cuoco might be a thing now. They're making a romantic comedy together called Meet Cute. But sources uh, on the set seem to think that there's something going on. Is it M E A T cute? <laughs> no, it's M E E. Oh, okay. Cute. All right. Uh, plus, they went to Six Flags together last month. Well, then that obviously says it all. In in Agawam? No, in uh, New Jersey. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, when it's when you go to Six Flags together, it's Six Flags official. How yeah. does a guy like Pete Davidson get all these women when he's largely unappealing? He's uh, he's de- depressed. How did any one of us get any of the beautiful women? No, I, don't know, I, know, I know, no. I know, I know. It it really defies logic, but, but I'm just you know. He's depressed. Remember how uh, remember how Cheryl went for Jerry when she thought he was uh, morose and down, and you know she didn't even want to be with George anymore. She wanted to be with Jerry because he was dark. George is <laughs> yes, dark. Sir. You want to see dark? I'll show you dark. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, it, it, you can't explain. It's not about the money because she's got money. She's got more money more than money he, than he does. does. Yep. He does. So uh, maybe he's just maybe he's got a you know what uh, a cold uh, sore, a no. trust fund, no, uh, uh, a bus pass, no, a great set of hair. That oh, is, oh yeah, yeah, I guess that so. be it. Uh, actor Don Collier has died. Oh no, he was ninety-two. He did a bunch of westerns, but he was also. The gum fighter in these old Hubba Bubba commercials in the 70s and 80s. The gum fighter? Hmm. Gum or gun? Gum fighter. Gum, gum fighter, a Hubba Bubba. Like a bunch of guys uh, sitting around having a chew. You don't remember uh, what no. that guy looked like? It was no. like the, it was the, it was like a cowboy, uh, obviously, thing of, of Hubba Bubba. That's, that's what it sounds like. But, um, yeah, that's so sad. It's it a is. piece of my childhood just died <clears> right there. Uh, Steve O shared three jackass scenes that were cut for being too graphic, and they all involved Johnny Knoxville. These include rolling down cement stairs taped in a taped-up box. That's that's safe. That's, that's all right. Graphic. Yeah, shooting himself with a handgun. All right, that might be a little graphic. And intentionally getting hit by a car. That's just plain stupid. But then again, most of what they do is stupid, isn't it? Well, that's why they call the serious jackass. jackass. Yeah. They, don't, yeah. they don't call it the intellectuals. They right. call it jackass. Hey, cops is coming back. All right. Yeah. What? I, I stopped watching that show years ago. I got tired of the drug busts and the. Uh, Hooker stings. What would you prefer? I'd, I'd like to see some street crime. I'd like to see some uh, some chases, foot chases, car chases. 
Not not a bunch of these uh, stupid putting a putting a female decoy in a hotel room while all the other cops are in the room next door and they just come walking in and arrest the guy. Yeah, that does seem to be the, taking the easy way yeah, out. It's boring. Fox News is reviving it on its Fox Nation streaming service beginning October first. The show was canceled last summer amid protests over police brutality. They also just bought TMZ. So Fox did. Yeah. Oh, man, they own everything, don't they? Well, none of the good stuff. I I sure hope that doesn't discredit anything on TMZ. Yeah. Nicki Minaj is uh, waiting on getting the COVID vaccine until she does more research. (laughs) Really? Research. Yes, because she's a scientist under part-time. So until then, she decided to sit out of this year's Met Gala. Mm. Well, at least she's being responsible that way. Yeah, she's going to go to uh, Joe Rogan to get more research. And she revealed she was absent from the VMAs the other night because she had caught COVID. No way. Oh, yeah. what are the oh, what wow. are the chances? Well, maybe that's part of her research. Well, if you want to learn, what better way is there to yeah. actually participate? Exactly. She can't even pick a husband that's not on the sex offender list. How is she going to be, uh, you know, be able to do her own research? Doesn't mean she doesn't have talents in other areas. Oh, she's just as pretty as any other girl. She seems to know his job. Tim McGraw. Remember I just said to you guys yesterday we don't do enough stories about Tim McGraw? You did say yeah. that. He said, I thought you said quick draw. No, it's a Tim McGraw, not quick draw McGraw. Oh, God. This is actually his cousin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he says performing is like being an athlete in high school on game day. He's full of energy and adrenaline and can't wait to get going and hit it. Hmm. I, I would rather know what Quick Draw had to say. I, yeah, I, I can't remember the voice. If I could remember <laughs> I, the voice. I was it was it locked down a little? No. Probably, I, man, I don't remember. I don't ah, well. Was Time he the one research. that said, oh, my darling? Is that the one? No, that's you, Steve. That's the Huckleberry Hound. Ah, Come see, on. I can't. I, I'm Get him straight, up. please. Sorry, I missed my uh, ancient cartoons. That yeah, apparently. Right. And that is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. I if you vape and now Vax's view from the couch brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, you can always tell a college student, but you can't tell them much. Some of my most irresponsible behaviors were performed at the college level. While some people have you believe that college is primarily about academics and intellectual pursuits, the truth is college campuses are the last place you'd find any of that stuff. And why? Because between the ages of 18 and 22, the human brain is not fully formed. And while I can't say that science supports any of this, I believe that that is the age where the human brain takes its last-ditch effort to squeeze out as much stupid out of its system as the human body will allow. Case in point, I present to you the entire student body of the University of Arkansas. Yesterday, the SEC conference imposed a fine of $100,000 against the university after students jumped onto the field following the Razorbacks' thrilling blowout win over Texas on Saturday by a score of 40-21. to The SEC cited this was the second such incident in which students violated conference policy against penetrating the quote-unquote competition area. The last time Arkansas fans violated this rule was in 2014 following a game against LSU, back when many of the current current, uh, Arkansas students were still in the 8th grade. Nevertheless, the school has been fined $100,000, and if there happens to be a third violation of the policy, which there will be, then the school can expect a fine of $250,000. 
Folks, do you realize how many Arkansas students it would take to pay for off a $100,000 fine? Based on the total cost of attendance, fees, room and board, or what have you, a $100,000 fine would take exactly 2.3 students to pay off that fine. Come up with a third violation, and the university would be forced to pay out a total cost of enrolling 5.8 students. There's only 27,000 students on the entire campus. How is this school expected to survive having to eliminate the cost of two full students, the very students who will see a $100,000 fine as a launch pad for other reckless hijinks? Because believe you me, watching the school get fined is hardly a deterrent for a drunken 19-year-old kid. It wouldn't have been that way in the 80s, and it wouldn't be that way today. In other words, go Razorbacks. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. You know, they call the Better Living Center for a reason, and I know why. Rockies is going to be there with the Traeger Woodfire Grills. If you get a Traeger, you're definitely living better. Look for them at Rockies and Traeger at the Better Living Center at the Big E. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 612 and sticks on Rock 102. Oh, boy. Let's see. Mix of sun and clouds today and the chance of a stray shower. With uh, a high somewhere uh, near 80, it is about 57 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, trying to figure out what to do here. Um, I know we got uh, a wrestler coming in here after 8 o'clock, right? Well, he's the guy organizing the wrestling event. Oh, ah, okay. He, uh, he and uh, Ray Berry from mm. uh, White Lion were going to be in here today. Right. Ray had something going on. Something mm-hmm. came up. Yeah. He had it back out, so Jeremy Leary will be here. Instead, but, uh, you know, I wanted to talk to Ray because uh, there's a lot going on with the White Lion. They yeah. had that uh, event over the weekend. It went very, very well. Uh-huh. Doing a lot of great stuff over there. And, and uh, you know, bringing wrestling to uh, Tower Square is another, another cool thing that uh, that Ray and Jeremy are doing. Yep. So there's uh, two other things that uh, I'm trying to decide which is more important for now versus 7 o'clock. Uh, I'll let you pick. I'll let you pick because uh, I'm torn. You got a you got a judge's decision regarding the downtown Springfield courthouse, right? And uh, I received an email uh, overnight from a listener that said, "Hey uh, guys, when you opened the uh, September thirteenth show, O'Brien mentioned a study about squirrels, but I didn't hear any more about it on the podcast. So mm. I was wondering if you guys edited it out or forgot to discuss it." Now I wrote back to him and said, "I uh, we just we didn't get around to it." But we would try today. So, oh, you know, you bring up a, a tough, tough question. Uh, you know, on, on one hand, you've got a story that uh, you affects hundreds of people every single day in downtown Springfield, right? Then, but could then, be could then, be better to do at seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you also have the story about the courthouse, and so uh, you know, you're I'm torn as well. Yeah, I, I am. I'm going to say. Let's talk about the courthouse. All right. Just just because clearly talking about squirrels will be more important later in the day. All right. I, I can't disagree with that. All right. Good. So uh, it's understandable. Wait. Uh, what kind of squirrels are we talking uh, about? We were talking the, about the black the, squirrels or those no, little red ones? Because black I'd, squirrels matter. Um, it's not about race. It's just I'm looking for you know what breed. Right. So there's uh, an obvious issue of maybe conflicts of interest involved uh, when you have an issue where you have to go to judges in uh, something that revolves around courthouses. So the uh, issue of suing the trial court to keep the Roderick Ireland uh, courthouse closed had to be transferred 
to Worcester, just as a second lawsuit, which is filed on a federal level, uh, the maestro has said, I'm not going to do this. You know, first of all, I'm a former DA. Secondly, the court is in Springfield. I'm going to send this to Rhode Island. So there's a hearing in Providence today uh, regarding that lawsuit. But in the initial one, the Worcester Superior Court judge yesterday ruled uh, against the class action suit that was filed on September 2nd over the working conditions of the courthouse and uh, instead has basically ordered the courthouse to open and to conduct business as usual. Well, here's the thing I don't understand because like so many other legal issues, sometimes what they are looking for are the thing that will either be accepted or denied. The, the, the issue is uh, an emergency restraining order to keep the building shut down. Mm-hmm. And this judge in Worcester, Judge, uh, judge Wren, is saying there's a lack of evidence for an emergency restraining order. Now, had they brought this up in a different way and argued uh, against uh, keeping the thing open using some other language or some other argument, you wonder if it would have been the same decision. If he's look, if they're looking for an emergency restraining order and this doesn't qualify or meet the, uh, meet the qualifications of that, well, then I can understand... Maybe the judge saying, I can't do this based upon your argument. Well, the judge has said clearly further efforts need to be and apparently are being undertaken by the defendants to ensure the courthouse's air handling equipment functions properly, that there is no subsequent unsafe level of mold growth, and that any such issues are monitored periodically and remediated quickly. However, based on the current conditions at the courthouse, which I have not gone to see, uh, as reflected in the memoranda from the cleaning company, this court cannot conclude that the plaintiffs would be irreparably harmed if the courthouse remains open. Except, you know, this would be if you were, like, say, a private citizen. Okay, you try mm-hmm. to imagine you were a private citizen oh, for a moment. Okay, and let's say that you were looking for a restraining order against a certain thing from happening. Mm. Okay. You're just the average slob in the street. No prospects, very little going on in your life. Really no possible reason for even waking up in the morning. Well, I like to read the Daily News. Well, there is that. But if you're the DA and the sheriff and the clerk of courts and a number of other lawyers who work in there every single day and you're saying, hey, you know what? Look at these pictures of all this mold on my chair. On my desk, on the walls, yeah. on the vents. Yeah. Look, uh, look at all these uh, you know, health issues that have occurred as a result of all this. Mo- Never mind, uh, you know, the, the 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 judges that died of ALS or, mm. or or MS or whatever it may be. Never mind that. Imagine all the other things. That to me has more weight than the average slob like you well, or me or Steve or anybody else. Uh, you know, put forward a a restraining order. To stay away from a place. Well, first of all, uh, the photos probably um, don't mean that much now because I'm sure the judge has also been provided with post-cleaning photos that show all of those objects that had mold on them no longer do. So that's what he's looking at now. He also has to consider the public's interest. And I was talking with a lawyer last night who, who said this, you know, 
it's understandable that uh, the district attorney, the the public defenders, the sheriff himself, the registrar of deeds have all decided that something needs to be done because they've been getting strung along for too long. But by the same token, the court business is not happening right now. And all of the people who are waiting for court business that isn't being done remotely or or by Zoom mm-hmm. are having everything just back up on them. Because unfortunately, and, and I haven't heard a word about the cinemas over at Eastfield uh, in, in at least two weeks. Unfortunately, they have not been able to find an alternative location to at least temporarily move all of this work to and be able to continue to operate court business on a on a normal schedule or anything near a normal schedule. Let me throw another hypothetical situation at you. Why Follow are we talking about reality here? Well, that's what I just spent a moment on. Okay, but I was going to uh, use a hypothetical situation to embellish yeah. what you're talking all about. Right. But if you prefer that I just sit here and watch you talk, yeah. then I can do that too. First of all, you're not watching me talk. You're in a different room. But go ahead. Never mind. Go no, on. I, I want to hear your hypothetical. My hypothetical is, you know, I could provide you with a bunch of receipts of all the cleanup, of all the remediation in any building. If you're in your own home, if you've got asbestos, you got mold, you got any number of things. It doesn't mean I solve the issue. It means that in time, I'm just going to have more issues. If I gave you a loaf of bread and it's covered with mold and I dusted it off and gave it to you, are you still feeling comfortable eating it? I would think you probably wouldn't. How is this any different than any other any other situation where you have a guy coming into your your home or your building removing all this stuff and it comes back? You're t- how how does this judge say there's a lack of evidence for a for a decision well, to be made? Your first point would actually apply to this. The judge, which is what I told you before, I tried to give you a heads yeah, up on that. Yeah. One. The uh, the first point being that is there another way they could have done this? Is there another way they could have worded this? When you go for the emergency, it is based on emergency conditions. If the judge sees that those emergency conditions have even temporarily been taken care of, that's all he's ruling on. He he's not ruling on whether or not this stuff can come back. He's not ruling, he's not taking into consideration the fact that this stuff has been cleaned before and returned again later. He's looking at, at like almost real time condition, and that's what his decision is being based on. See, I don't know that. And and I'm, and I'm only saying that because how many times have you seen in court cases in the past where it's really about the argument presented before the judge that, you know, that basically qualifies his decision? As opposed to, could you have taken another another tactic, another approach, another legal angle, and tried it that way? Because, you know, sometimes that happens in appeals. Sometimes that happens in uh, in civil cases where it may not work this time. But if you're bringing up another angle, then the judge has no choice or a different judge has no choice to rule on it in a different way. And I'm just wondering, you know, is an emergency restraining order what they really needed? Or is there somewhere? Is there some other avenue to have taken? Well, I mean, it, you, I mean, you, you know as as well as anybody else that the that the law can be interpreted in a lot of different ways by judges. That's why we have 
the appeals process, and, and I'm sure and, this will be appealed. But you know, it sometimes the tactic is what matters, and it's also why, which makes sense too, that there are two separate cases. And as I mentioned, uh, the Rhode Island, the Providence case, or the Providence court rather, will uh, did I say make a decision or hold a hearing? Uh, a hearing in Providence is set for this afternoon. So, because you have a simultaneous uh, lawsuit going on with other plaintiffs for virtually the same issue. And and it's possible that the federal court in Providence could rule differently than the court in uh, in Worcester. Um, so, you know, and they then might. what? They might. You know, then what do you do? I don't know. You, you, two out of three? Man, if we're bickering about this, I hate to see what's going to happen with the squirrels. I, oh, man. They'll, they'll they'll destroy us. It's 624 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. If you're looking for the best car buying experience and the most for your trade-in value, Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. So we were talking uh, yesterday about how um, Theodore's was closed on Saturday night. Um, Saturday night or Friday night? Uh, Friday night. The Friday night of the induction night. Um, and, uh, you know, wondering why, with the, the big induction going on downtown, why would you close one of the biggest bars down there? Turns out uh, Chris Bosch, Ray Allen, and Dwayne Wade were having a private party. They rented the place out. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. They must have heard about those nice new bathrooms. No, they probably heard about the delicious food, of the especially like the burnt ends or something like that. I don't know. Those bathrooms Guys are at, very that, nice. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Guys at that level aren't you know going into a place because they, like, uh, they like the toilets. They go yeah. into a place because the food's fantastic. I don't know. Yeah, and they're the, very tall men. And uh, when you've got those urinals only two feet off the floor, that that could be uh, that could be an issue for well, a guy that size. I don't I don't know what drives you into a particular restaurant, but for me, it's usually not the facilities. Well, it's uh, it's about the food. And man, those burnt ends are so good. Yeah, that's, so delicious. So those uh, those three guys apparently rented out the whole place. I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have reckon I would not have recognized a single uh, basketball player. In all of downtown on Friday night, really? Not, not even Bill. Maybe Bill Russell. Maybe Bill Russell. I could because uh, he would be gray and really tall. Yeah, right. Um, and and all his championship rings would still be at the house. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but the but the young the youngsters the kids even the, even, even the ones even that have been retired for five years. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. Still way behind my time. Let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's funny. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Joke of the day brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Get three years complimentary maintenance at Gary Rome Hyundai. Wedding Farms Road in Holyoke, and that's no joke. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's Classic Rock. That's right. Springfield's Classic Rock. We play very old music. And occasionally we tell a very old joke. Oh, boy. Here we go. So uh, Hillary Clinton goes to the doctor for a physical. Hillary Clinton jokes? That's right. Only to find out she's pregnant. Well, she's furious because because she's in the middle of her first term as a senator in New York. That's how, that's how old this is. But uh, she calls home and she gets Bill on the phone and she immediately starts screaming. How could you have let this happen? With all that's going on right now, you you get me pregnant? How could you? I can't believe this. I just found out I'm five weeks pregnant. It's all your fault. What do you have to say? And there's nothing but silence on the other end of the phone, right? Yeah. And she then screams. She's like, did you hear me? 
And finally, you hear this uh, whispering voice, and uh, Bill goes, who is this? <laughs> he didn't even know which woman it might have so been many during her first term as a senator. It's <laughs> <is> always hell. <laughs> Booyah! Bax and O'Brien on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Bank ESB is here to help get your banking off on the right foot with special rewards when you open a free checking account. Together with free online bill pay, mobile check deposit, and free access to thousands of ATMs nationwide, a Bank ESB checking account is made to work for you wherever you go. Visit your local Bank ESB branch or bankesb.com to open an account today. Bank ESB, unlock your potential. Other banks may charge an additional fee when non-customers use their ATMs. Member FDIC. They do it with bulldozers, with fitness equipment. They do it with office furniture, too. In fact, they do it right in Holyoke. And if no one told you these stylish desks and chairs and conference tables are remanufactured and not brand new, you'd never know. Conklin Office Furniture, the big office furniture warehouse, showroom, and design center in Holyoke. Conklin's remanufacturing operation takes slightly used office furniture and makes it new. Well, almost new. It's remanufactured. You'll never know the difference. You'll just save a whole bunch of money. And your people will love their new office. The supply chains for new office furniture may be disrupted, but the supply of remanufactured office furniture is readily available. Plus, you're giving this stuff a new life. It's not going to the landfill, and you can feel good about that. There are some real bargains to be had. So call or visit Conklin Office, the big office furniture warehouse, showroom, and design center on Appleton and Holyoke. Or Conklin comes to you. It's that time of year to schedule a checkup for your tires, batteries, and antifreeze to get ready for fall and winter. Fairview Service can handle it all, including diagnosis. Fairview Service, Memorial Drive in Chicopee, fairviewservicechicopee.com. Synthetic oil change, only $41. Visit the 99 restaurants the day after the Red Sox win, and 99 Rewards members get a free kids' meal with every adult entree purchase. The 99 Restaurant the official family restaurant of the Boston Red Sox. America has over 4 million miles of roads to explore. And when you're driving an award-winning Hyundai sedan, you're on the road to victory. Take the Hyundai Elantra, the 2021 North American Car of the Year, and the Hyundai Sonata, which earned a 2021 NHTSA 5-star overall safety rating. Plus, the Sonata and Elantra have available premium features like wireless Apple CarPlay, Hyundai Digital Key, and America's Best Warranty. The competition? Hmm, they're back there somewhere. Maybe they stop for snacks. Hyundai, it's your journey. Own it. Now for a limited time, lease a 2021 Hyundai Elantra for just $149 a month. Or get an Elantra or Sonata for 0% APR plus zero payments for 90 days. See your local Hyundai dealer or visit buyhyundai.com to find a dealer near you. Call 661-615-2112 for complete offer details. Hurry in. Offers end soon. I wasn't able to sleep in my own bed. Because of my wife's struggles with CPAP, I had to move out. Out to the couch. Out to the recliner. Out to my son's bunk bed. That is until she started using Inspire, a sleep apnea treatment that works inside her body with just the click of a remote. Get back to sleeping in your own bed with Inspire. No mask, no hose, just sleep. To learn more, visit InspireSleep.com. Inspire, sleep apnea innovation. Inspire is not for everyone. Talk to your doctor to see if it's right for you and review important safety information at InspireSleep.com. 
634 with Max and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Adam Quenneville. Roofing, roofing, siding, roof, shampoo, and more. Log on to 1-800-NEW-ROOF.NET today. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A Belchertown man is charged with felony assault on a Ludlow police officer after a traffic stop Saturday afternoon. According to Ludlow Police Chief Daniel Velada, said around 12 p.m., officers were called to report of a man parked in the CVS lot on Center Street possibly having a medical problem. When, office, when an officer arrived, the driver was identified as 39-year-old Richard Bowers of Belchertown with an active arrest warrant and a suspended driver's license. Bowers attempted to drive away as the officer conducted the stop. He ran over the officer's right foot and struck him with the driver's side door in the right leg as the officer tried to arrest him from the vehicle. The officer, the officer then uh, called for backup and, and followed Bower as he drove away. Bowers was uh, taken into custody at the Duncan parking lot located on Harding Avenue. The cop got his foot ran over and was still able to drive after the guy? His foot and his leg got, you know, his leg got hit too. <clears throat> He's Batman. Uh, he, yeah, is he is Batman. Batman. The officer suffered minor injuries and is back to work. Look at that, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, if I get an injury like that, I'm not running or chasing after anybody. I'm going to be sitting there holding my foot saying, ow, 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 a lot. Doing that. Ah, ah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's like a compound fracture of some sort of a metatarsal, I'm gonna. It's gonna be a little bit more than a ah, than, than that. Then it'll be Jimmy's got a compound fracture. That's exactly what it's gonna be. <laughs> um, well, speaking of Belchertown, did you see what I see? The fair has been canceled. Yeah, we talked about that last week. You know, I thought we did, mm-hmm. but there's an article on Mass Live today that makes it sound like it was a recent decision. Yep. Because it points out how, you know, the three-county fair went on and the Big E will go on and uh, the Greenfield, the uh, Franklin County fair went on. They made it sound like this was a decision made yesterday. And I thought we heard about this before. Yeah, we talked about that early last week. Yeah. So what the hell are they reporting it now like it's like it's brand new news? Oh, because they probably found it on Google. <laughs> hey, what is this? Well, is it, was there some sort of uh, update? I, I'm, I'm looking for it again because I just, you know, I only took a piece of it. Yeah, 18 hours ago, Ray Kelly reported the 163rd fair uh, slated for the 25th, uh, 24th or 26th would not happen now. All right, let me just do a quick Google search here for the story that I read last week. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a mass live search for what it's worth. Town fair. <laughs> You're expecting results no, from that? No, that's why I said it that way. Uh, Belgian fair canceled September 13th, six days ago from 22 News. That's the one I read. Okay. Yeah. yeah six it was days a week ago. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good for Mass Live for getting on it. Well, uh, fair and parade committee members on Tuesday of last week decided to cancel the 2021 Belchertown Fair. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Nice I'm, job. I mean, are they tying it together with, like, you know, the Big E? Because, you know, I mean, the Big E is going on no matter what this week. I don't know. But... I mean, I can see them kind of, you know, reaching back and to say, okay, they're doing this, but they didn't do this one. About three days from now, they'll tell us about the 9-11 memorials. From from three years from ago. three years ago, right? The fifteenth anniversary, when uh, or I'm sorry, West uh, Springfield police have arrested a suspect alleged to, to have robbed a bank on Riverdale Street Monday morning, as well as a bank robbery last week in town, according to uh, Sergeant uh, Joseph LaFrance. Around eight forty four a.m. Monday morning, police received a report of a bank robbery at TD Bank on Riverdale Street. The suspect, identified as a woman, allegedly handed the teller a note 
and demanded money. And an oh. undetermined amount of cash was given to the suspect, and she left on foot. Is this Sergeant Loose Lips LaFrance? I know. There's a little <laughs> extra. You know, for all the times that we complained about no details. Right, right. We're all getting this, all of the details. All of a sudden, West Springfield, now that's what I mean. It's Loose Lip LaFrance. Is there, a, is there a change at the top over there? Uh, no, they still got the same chief. I mean, you know, just like with Lieutenant Jim Albert, uh, it's possible a high-ranking officer may have retired and and a new public information officer has been chosen. But, uh, well, boy, we, oh, boy, Loose Lips is really letting us have it. Well, we we <laughs> think the chief is still there. You know, West Springfield, he could have been gone six months and we nah, never know. They just showed him the other day for the West Springfield 9-11 memorial. <laughs> Sergeant LaFrance uh, said the suspect has been arrested and charged uh, for the robbery. The suspect is also believed to be the suspect of another bank robbery last week. On Friday, a woman handed a note to a teller at the Freedom Credit Union on Union Street. She left the bank with an undisclosed amount of money. The uh, police are continuing to investigate bank robberies and are expected to release the suspect's charges and identity today. When when Sergeant Loose Lips gets back to work? Back to work? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we get a... I'm not gonna. No, I'm not. I can't. I can't go on with that. Well, with, with what the nickname? No, I was gonna say something. Oh, that oh okay. Probably yeah, wasn't probably the not. best thing. Yeah. But there was another bank robbery on Thursday at the R Credit Union. That was a man who was uh, wearing a gray hoodie with a black shirt and gray shorts in West you know? Springfield. Yes. Jeez. I know. It's uh, West Springfield is the bank robbery, well, bank robbery capital of the state. Because they probably previously thought I'm gonna get away with this because the cops aren't gonna give any information out. Along, along comes Sergeant Loose Lips, and now all of a sudden, every bank robber in Western Mass has to worry about what town they're going to hit. You know, I would came <laughs> here to rob this place because I knew you cops wouldn't give any information out. And well, here you are, blah, 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 about my criminal records and my arrest. Well, that's it. We're going to Holyoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're just, a, they're, they're pretty thorough in Holyoke, you know. Well, I know, when, they had, when they had Lieutenant Jim Albert, they were. Yeah, I know. We're getting. We're not getting as much information as we. No, we're no. not, are we? No. So if uh, you know, Holyoke's got plenty of bank locations. Uh, where was this? Story? Oh yeah, Governor Charlie Baker announced on Monday that he's activating the National Guard to help schools that are facing a bus driver shortage. <laughs> you know, I saw this story last night, and I'm thinking to myself, these National Guard members are probably like. Listen, I don't mind having to deal with insurrectionists on the Capitol. Uh, I don't mind maybe having to be activated to an active war zone. But I'll be goddamn if I'm going to drive a bus full of eight-year-olds. You're going to see all these National Guard guys years from now suffering from grave PTSD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll never forget that five-year-old with a backpack. Uh, it would be like uh, when uh, Frank Costanza was telling uh, Kramer about that day in Incheon, Korea. <laughs> You know, they all pouring himself a shot of whiskey and he, then taking it back. He walked off that bu- <laughs> off that bus with a hole in his colon the size of a cutlet. With a hole in his backpack the size of a cutlet. <laughs> Starting today, 90 members of the state's National Guards will be assisting in the school districts of Chelsea, Lawrence, Lowell, and Lynn. Baker's executive order comes after dozens of schools in the Commonwealth complained that they can't find enough people to shuttle students to and from school. The governor's order will make up our, will make up to our, sound it out 250 guard members available to school districts across the state, and more could be called in if necessary. Now, what I was reading, uh, well, between what I was reading and what I heard on TV last night, 
Uh, they will be they will be able to drive school transport vans known as 7D vehicles, which I believe are what we used to call the short buses. Um, they also they still have to take these these are guys and women probably that already have CDLs uh, because they're driving very large National Guard vehicles, um, but they still have to take a quick course. They didn't say how many hours. Of uh, of school bus driving specific uh, classes, uh, but you know, but they've already got the CDL, so they they can operate a seven D vehicle. But they also eight D vehicle. They they wouldn't be able to handle. Have to be cleared to work with children too. That was one of the other things in there. Well, they have to, like Corey checks and all that stuff. Yeah, that's true too. Because but will they still have their rifles strapped to their backs? Probably not. Maybe it's a toy rifle. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But you know what? Bus Route 107. That was my personal Vietnam yeah. back in 2021. Right. <laughs> you should have seen the spitballs flying everywhere. <laughs> the horror. We were taking, we were taking fire and trying to get cover. It's collateral damage. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. Thank you for your service. Taking uh, aim at an unnamed group of representatives, House Speaker Ronald uh, Mariano aired frustrations Monday about lawmakers who he said have bristled at COVID-19 vaccine requirements and said the uh, resistance complicates decisions about bringing the legislature back into the state house. Mariano told reporters that some of 160 representatives he oversees opposed the idea of House-specific vaccine mandate and refused to declare their vaccination status, a stance he said puts other members, including at least one who is undergoing treatment for cancer, at greater risk. Here's the other thing, too, that I, I read yesterday or over the weekend that I find uh, mind-boggling. So the president's uh, order of federal employees being vaccinated does not include Congress. Yeah, we, we you mentioned that yesterday, and I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm completely surprised by it. You know, it, it's like if you're going to make a mandate for the federal employees to do this, why would you exclude Congress? Well, why was why is Congress excluded from any other uh, federal program? Like they have different health insurance than other federal employees have. They have different benefits than other federal employees have, and because it, it's this elitist kind of thing, so they mm. exclude themselves from a lot of this stuff. Are they uh, are they making the argument that you know we are representing individual states and are therefore not technically federal employees? Um, I am. Really don't know. It would be a very flimsy argument if they were attempting to do that. Well, now when now I'm reading, it does not include migrants or Congress. Migrants. Well, there's a lot yeah. of similarities, wouldn't you think? Uh, in some cases, <laughs> the remaining 17 million healthcare workers employed in facilities that receive Medicare and Medicaid will be forced to get a shot. Uh, that's about 100 million Americans, um, but it appears. Uh, that a uh, number of Republican governors have vowed to challenge the constitutionality of the mandate that affects two-thirds of the workers in court. Unlike American federal workers, illegal immigrants being held in federal detention facilities have the option to refuse the injection, and at least a third have indicated they would refuse it. These are, these are illegal immigrants being held in federal detention uh, they can opt out. I guess so. Jeez. 
somebody just pointed out that the Postal Service is also excluded. You know, I thought I read that but, previously. But the, the they're not considered federal employees, postal workers. Well, it's that was what Newman said that one time. It's an independent agency of the federal of the uh, executive branch. Well, I when not- when Newman was uh, walking through that cornfield, trying to trying to get a ride after uh, Kramer threw him out of the mail truck, and he was you know he was holding his his patch saying "Federal employee, help, mm. federal employee." You know some of the, but here's another thing I'm reading that some of them are subjected to some of the federal guidelines of employees. So who the hell knows what? Uh, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. <laughs> Let's talk about this uh, dope. A 41-year-old man in Florida named Mark Filiaw, Filiaw reportedly drove up to uh, cash toll booths of toll uh, plazas completely naked. Toll workers told state troopers he was showing his privates, and it happened at least seven times this month. He was finally nabbed over the weekend, and he was uh, connected to previous in- incidents with surveillance footage. It's unclear if he was also naked when he was caught. He was hit with several indecent exposure charges. Oh, doesn't make sense to be naked in the fast pass lane. I was going to say, where does he keep his transponder? That's what he'd like to know about. Oh, he knows. Yeah. He knows. Uh, it's kind of a fetish for people, though. I guess. I mean, you know, what What are the possibilities that at, at such a brief encounter that uh, some female toll worker is going to go, hey... Nice package. I get off in an hour. Nice sun pass you got there. Yeah. It is Florida. <laughs> and he and he's like, yeah, well, I'll get off a lot sooner than that. Yeah, I don't think there's enough time for that amount of conversation. With That's these what I mean. Yeah. Like, okay, you move along. He likes getting hit with that gate that comes down. Oh yeah, certain, right. uh, certain ones. Mm-hmm. You ever notice why some of the some toll booths still have those? No, I haven't. I haven't. I don't remember the last time I went through a toll booth. Well, the the I went when I drove to uh, North Carolina over the mm-hmm. summer. The, that bridge on that Chesapeake Bay Tunnel Bridge. Oh yeah, that is a gate thing, and there's no fast pass lane specifically. Every one of them is a toll booth with and somebody a fast in it. Pass. With somebody, in, yeah. 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 Which is and the guy and when I got it, that's how I knew my transponder wasn't working. The gate wouldn't go up, and he's like, "It's not working." Ah, uh, yeah. so did you take out your joint? No, I had to pay the $18 it was to get across the damn bridge. For that much money, they should have taken out your joint. Yeah, they probably should have. Uh, Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be mostly sunny with a high of 77. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 84. It's 55 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. 8 a.m. every Thursday, the Leon. Classic Rock at 657 and Paul McCartney. On Rock 102. I actually prefer the Guns N' Roses version. Of I, I don't prefer uh, the Guns N' Roses. The original is the best one. Yeah. Uh, you missed any part of uh, the Bax and O'Brien show, you can always go back and review on the Bax and O'Brien uh, website and listen to the daily podcast. It's also available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Wherever you're going to find podcasts, you will find Bax and O'Brien. And also Baxi's musical podcast this week, my guest Jody Stevens from the band Big Star. Pretty interesting interview, and you can check that out on BaxandO'Brien.com. I don't know that they're going to do this, but I love spreading unsubstantiated rumors. Uh, In a a story this morning uh, in Mass Live talking about the mask mandate now that exists in the city of Springfield, uh, they do point out that you will be expected to be masked up at the, uh, the Thunderbird home games. Unless you're eating. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Thunderbirds have their own masks. 
Uh, well, they do wear. Giving them an idea. They already do wear face shields. No, I'm talking about the team giving them out to fans at the uh, at the Mass Mutual Center. They might do that uh, like one or two games throughout the season. I don't think they're going to do it every game. I mean, although that would be kind of a nice collector's item. I don't with, think they're going to do it every a, game either. I'm yeah. just talking about opening night. Yeah, kind of like uh, like a bobblehead night. Yeah. Here you got it like mask night with the Thunderbirds logo on. Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. that'd be cool. That would be all right. I, again, it's just a rumor I'm starting, but I, I'll uh, I'll hope it spreads. Well, you know what? They're very good on uh, on self promotion. You got to you got to hand it to them. They've yep. done a they've done a fantastic job. It, just be nice to, to get them back on the ice. What is that starting in like uh, just a couple of weeks, right? Uh, yes. Uh, I had the date here. Um, I forget now, but yes, it is very early October. It's uh, 6.59 with Bax and O'Brien and Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock 102 shirts that we wear and give out to you at events. Find them online at ggings.com. GG Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, I used to consider myself to be a fan of professional boxing, just as long as I'm not the one getting hit. Once you start throwing haymakers and landing a fist or two right in the suck, that's when I start to lose interest. I'm also not a fan of how the sport seems to have been overrun with YouTubers who are hoping to increase their likes and subscribers by putting themselves in the thick of a professional boxing ring like it's some sort of stepping stone to become a viral internet sensation. To me, it cheapens the sweet science of boxing, and I don't care for that sort of thing. Are you listening to me, Jake Paul? Because I'm talking about you. As some of you know, Jake Paul is a YouTube sensation that has taken his online notoriety and has fashioned himself to be some sort of professional boxer. And frankly, boxing doesn't exactly need a guy like this to stain its otherwise pristine credibility. I bring this up because yesterday Jake Paul told ESPN that he is moving on from the idea of a rematch against former UFC welterweight champion Tyrone Woodley because, in his view, Woodley has failed to live up to a wager that was placed during their first matchup last month, which ended in a split decision. At the time, Woodley demanded a rematch. Jake Paul said he would agree to such, but only if Woodley agreed to get a tattoo in his body that stated, I love Jake Paul. Well, here it is, September 14th, and so far, Woodley has not gotten the tattoo. Mostly because it's stupid, but it's also costing him a chance at a rematch because Jake Paul says he is now no longer interested, mostly because Woodley failed to make good on the bet. Folks, what's happened here? How did boxing become so compromised and shallow that we are allowing tattoos to become the determining factor in scheduling events? What happened to the good old days when the sport was run by men of integrity like Don King, for example. I much prefer the way things were before the sport was being mistreated by a bunch of hacks and phonies. I prefer the old hacks and phonies than whatever we have become now. What's next? A steel cage death match between Pootie Pie and that Numa Numa kid? Please, I don't have that kind of patience. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Can one grill really sear, roast, smoke, and bake? You bet it can. The Big Green Egg from Rocky is a heavy-duty ceramic workhorse that does everything that your oven and your stove can do. Real charcoal cooking and precision control. Get your Big Green Egg today at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 714 and John Mellencamp on Rock 102. Lots of sun today, or sun and clouds that is, but the chance of a shower and a high near 80. Tomorrow a greater chance and it'll be warmer. It is, uh, oh boy, again, the TV says 56, my computer says 69. So, oh, wait a minute, that's a porn site. Yeah, no, um, I, mine's saying uh, 56. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm more inclined to believe it's closer than that. Uh, closer to that, rather. Um, you know, the, the biggest promise I can remember making and, and, and breaking was the one about, uh, uh, you know, honor and obey, sickness and in health, richer for poor, death till you part, right. that, that kind of thing. And, uh, and, I, and, I've not, and I've not lived it down. I mean, I still carry some guilt, but, but not as much as I, I do in the last uh, four hours, I would say, three hours since uh, a listener uh, sent an email saying that yesterday at the beginning of the show you, you you said something about coming up later you would talk about squirrels having different personalities and and this is a guy who checked or it could be a woman too uh, checked the podcast and didn't see it there it's because we never got around to it and I feel awful you know and I was about to say you know who wakes up that early but you know the podcast I mean you could sure listen to any time and, as and, you tell them when you talk about it you say you listen from start yeah, to finish you can and uh you know ironically uh it's surprising that people would listen to the whole thing before mm-hmm. giving up and saying I really was hoping to hear that squirrel thing squirrel contra- uh, yeah. conversation and when we say squirrel we're talking of course about callospermophilus Lateralis. Easy for you to say. That, that's like, uh, you know, they used to do that at the beginning of the Roadrunner cartoons. Yes. Um, whether they're bold. Coyotes genicus. Yeah, yeah. Whether they're bold, shy, aggressive, or even polite, squirrels have different personalities just like humans. According to a new study, researchers conducted four personality tests on the golden-mantled ground squirrel a species native to Western North America. Okay. And uh, over three years, they found individual squirrels consistently differed in four main traits. Activity, social ability, uh, boldness, and aggressiveness. They are kind of an aggressive species. You ever, uh, I don't know if you've ever been the kind of person that has, say, like a bird feeder in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Have you? No, no, I. but I, my neighbors do. Yes, well, uh, anybody who has a bird feeder in the backyard will tell you that there is absolutely nothing a squirrel won't do to get to those bird feeders. Including kill birds. They will swipe birds away, but their athleticism that allows them to, to uh, not only climb up a bird feeder, like if it's on a pole or something, yeah. But to like jump from a branch mm-hmm. and then to you know to latch on to the feet. I mean, it's unbelievable the the athleticism of these uh, nasty, I've gross, seen, disgusting varmints. Oh, you see, I don't look at them as rats with tails. I, I look at them as uh, guinea pigs, uh, guinea pigs that are faster and not quite as fat. I think they're adorable. But uh, the uh, I've seen them eat from the bird feeder upside down. Yeah, they'll do that. They're basically holding their, you know, holding themselves up by their feet and then dangling down to eat. And although they show uh, less sociable personality types like shyness, this is the first study to document personality in chipmunk-like species. And they are said to be very polite, which I think was proven to us by uh, both Chip and Dale. 
back in the day. Yeah, but they weren't squirrels. Well, I just said, the chipmunk-like species. Yeah. Now, um, I'm not surprised that they bring their own personalities to the table. I mean, you look at other animal species, dogs, uh, monkeys, uh, Orangutans. Orangutans. Uh, you know, they all have their own uh, personality uh, traits. You know, like, you know, for example, I mean, you've had two dogs in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Those two dogs couldn't be more different than each Completely other. Completely different. Totally. Well, not totally different because they both adopted my personality of antisocialness. Right. They just kind of gave up on life. Right. I'm just saying that, you know, when you first got them, they right. were probably just excited to be in a new house and, you know, with a new guy and, mm-hmm. you know, with new kinds of food and treats and toys and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you basically beat it out of them. But other species, you know, have a tendency to have, you know, like a like very, very divergent personality, very much like people. Well, although the field of a scientific, uh, the scientific field rather of animal personality is relatively young, researchers insist it's important because there are ecological consequences of different animal personalities. For instance, bolder, more aggressive squirrels may find more food or or defend a larger territory, but their risky behavior also makes them vulnerable to accidents or being captured by predators. Yeah, you know, they're out there in the open too often. Next thing you know, a hawk comes down and, and grabs him because mm-hmm. he was too cocky. Very cocky squirrel. You know, depending on the birds you're talking about, hawks would be one. Blue jays would be another. Blue jays are nasty. But what do they do to the squirrels? They'll poke their eyes out. If they oh, had. they'll fight like fight over the feeder. Oh, absolutely. It's I mean, always it's always about uh, you know the survival instincts of you know trying to feed and you know forage for their families. Right, That's, but but the what I mean is like the bluebird's not the predator; it's just defending the the feeder no, so that they get more food. Well, there's a difference between a blue jay and a blue bird. The blue the blue jay will aggressively go after anything that's in the way of the food. Mm-hmm. You know, and and even if that means they see a feeder and a squirrel's on it. They'll dive bomb that squirrel. Damn, they don't care. Badass. They, they, they don't give a. They don't give enough. They're the honey badger of the bird world. Yeah, they yeah. really do. They don't. They don't give a crap. They don't. They don't play. Yeah. For uh, for instance, uh, well, I just read that paragraph. Golden mantled ground squirrels are generally considered an asocial species, meaning they keep to themselves and they can even be hostile to others of the same species. You know what I love. Uh, sometimes I just really uh, find a lot of awe in nature. And, uh, boy, there's nothing I love more than watching two squirrels chasing each other. You like that? That's, oh, man, it's so adorable. Aggress- aggressively, though. No, 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 f- playfully. And, uh, you know, it, it can switch on a dime. It can go from one chasing the other to mm. a reversal where the original is now being the chased. And, uh, man, it's just something to watch. Something to watch. And yeah. to hear. To hear them, you know, going up the bark of a tree, the trunk of a tree, uh, through the branches. I, I was told uh, twice now by two different people that um, I have a large tree in my front yard. Yes. And uh, there is a branch that that touches uh, the roof of my house. And uh, mm-hmm. I was informed that yeah. that is basically a bridge. You don't want that. I, yeah, I never, uh, yeah. I never realized that. See, uh, some of these varmints, and I include squirrels in this, uh, 
when when uh, when they're getting ready to hibernate, mm-hmm. but they're not quite there yet. Yeah. But it's getting cold, yeah. and they're still you know scrounging for nuts. Like in the next couple of weeks. Like in the next couple of weeks, if they find a way to get into your house, well, through like uh, an attic or you know underneath the eaves of your of your uh, your roofs or whatever it may be, and they will built, do it. And you've built them a ladder. Or a bridge from a tree. They will take advantage of that. And And, and again, that athleticism that I talked about, even if the branch isn't actually touching the roof, if it's close enough for Mm -hmm. a good jump, a Uh, makeable jump, they'll do it. I've watched them uh, because of that tree. They obviously have very easy access to my my roof. And you may remember when I was broadcasting from home uh, a year or so ago, uh, I was talking about hearing something uh, in, in the walls. And I don't know that it wasn't uh, a squirrel mm. coming off of that very tree. But by coming o- onto the roof, many times I have uh, sat out on my back deck and watched them. They get to the roof of my sunroom, which is probably a good eight feet from the end of the closest branch to the next tree. Right. And I have watched them make that dive. And they, they are diving from a solid surface Onto a very, very giving surface, being the end of that branch. And they just hold on until the thing, you know, stops swaying back and forth. And then they (laughs) run down the branch to the trunk and off to the family. They're they're remarkable to watch. Like I said, I used to have, uh, I mean, I have bird feeders now, but I used to have bird feeders before. And uh, they'd always find their way. And, you know, bird seed is not cheap. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be going to the squirrels. But there, there's a whole industry out there of uh, things you can buy that allegedly are squirrel-proof. And it's all a big, phony ruse. Yeah, because yeah. they can do anything. Things like, uh, you know, baffles, which, you know, apparently uh, makes uh, a bird feeder inaccessible, which is not true at all. They'll find their way. Who's so concerned about feeding the birds instead of feeding the squirrels? Because people like birds. I mean, they they want to feed the birds. I mean, a squirrel's going to find the stuff and then go hibernate for a few months. You know, I can't figure out what is the deal with their inability to cross the street. You know, you see you see a squirrel, you're driving down the road, you see a squirrel probably 20, uh, 30 yards ahead of you, yeah. and, and, he, and he seems to be, uh, you know, on a on an unencumbered crossing of the street mm-hmm. at a at a pretty good pace, and then as your car gets closer, all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, I forgot my keys," and he, it turns around and they go back to where they came from after they'd already been to a safe location. They're the greatest number of roadkill I've seen of all the animals out there. You know they're smart, but they're not smart enough to have figured out crosswalks. Well. Or, That's or the one they th- just they're just constantly forgetting something. They have to go back for it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, to, to me, if you've got oncoming traffic, you you wait for the cars to pass until it's know. safe, and then you cross the street. But that's, you know, I, they're very they're very anxious, uh, I, immediate gratification type of rodents. I mean, I've you know I've been in downtown Springfield uh, on some occasions where I had the crosswalk sign. And uh, and it would have been maybe, you know, now they have these countdown clocks that go with them. Mm. And it may have been that instead of the 15 seconds uh, I believe they provide, it might have been down to seven seconds. So that by the time I reached the middle of the road, it was down to zero. And I had to decide, do I keep going forward or do I turn around and go back? I was like a human squirrel. Mm. So glad we finally had this conversation. Well, this is what this show is all about. Could have been, could have been COVID. 
Could have been uh, Afghanistan. But no, no, we, we talked about squirrel behavior yeah, yeah. in their wild and in their environment. Sure. 726 and Rock 102. Tired of paying too much for your mortgage? Refinance. Munson Savings Bank. Brian to Rock 102. You know, we've talked many times about the uh, the racket that is the Big E. Um, and, and, yeah, they, they know we do that, and uh, there seems to be no uh, ill will. Well, they love when we talk uh, negatively about them. Well, you know what? Uh, so you just did uh, the commercial there for the arena. Uh, somebody sent me an email. Uh, and, and, you know, they do have some big names uh, at the Big E sometimes. And, and then they might have up-and-comers, or they might have down-and-goers. Uh, among the, the down-and-goers, and I don't mean this uh, an offensive way because in his heyday, he was among the best. But uh, Billy Idol is coming to the Big E. Yes. And uh, according to this listener who not only sent me an email but sent me a screenshot of the uh, seating chart, um, we are talking about tickets priced at 58 and $66. For Billy Idol. Well, you know. After you've already paid 15 to get in and five more to park. And I might be on the low end of those, too. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, if you were going to go see Billy Idol in any other venue, you could pay as much as 75 to $80. Where? I don't know, like a like a real large, like a larger venue. Like, uh, like when he was performing that. with Brian Adams, you know, to... To kind of capitalize on all that, you know, punk rock credibility. Okay, but he that's once two had. people on a bill. That makes it a little bit different for the price. If it's just Billy Idol what? playing alone, fifty-eight or sixty-six dollars. Well, uh, according to uh, my inside sources, mm-hmm. uh, the Big E was only going to charge twenty-five dollars, and then in the midnight hour, Billy wanted more, more, more. I, I don't believe that at all, Steve. Well, the uh, the tickets for Machine Gun Kelly are sold out. What were those being sold for? What was, what was the uh, the ticket price on those? No idea. But isn't he a newer artist? Yeah, a no, new he's, artist. He, I mean? That's that's a big show for the Biggie. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like how you just breezed over my comedic genius right there. With oh, that no, we're, we're letting the Billy, audience laugh a, it out, yeah. Steve. Uh, we got a Billy Idol reference uh, in the in the joke, and yeah, uh, oh. you didn't, you didn't, uh, you just. Uh, well, because we're having a serious conversation here, Steve. There's nothing serious about a conversation about Billy Idol ever, anywhere. Hey, ever. this is the more in- interesting. This is the more important conversation we've had this half hour. Then why didn't you do that earlier? Because <laughs> it didn't, it didn't have 17 <laughs> minutes worth of material. We have news coming up next to Rock 102. Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool is underway at rock102.com. Your call football is back. Pick the winner of the football games, and if you're the weekly winner, you'll score a $50 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria in Hampton. Pizza the way you like it. The overall season winner gets a $500 cash card courtesy of Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. Check the stats or just go with your gut and play Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool from Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. In the mood for a delicious burger? Join the 99 Restaurant's new rewards program and enjoy any burger for just $5.99 every Wednesday in September. Join online or download their mobile app, The 99. Always the real deal. As a building professional, you know how job sites can get a bit messy, causing loss of time and money. Kelly Fredette works hard to find the right products that can help you keep your project moving forward. That's why we offer Palite Trimboard. 
With Palite Trimboard's Everclear Protective Film, you can be assured that its surface will stay covered until your job is done with less damage and less headache. And the color runs through the board, so no need to paint when you're finished. Visit a Kelly Fredette location today and see why it's time to build it better. In 2014, Bob and Kara became parents. Not long after, three became five as the family welcomed twins. And today, baby Savannah makes six. Through it all, the providers of Trinity Health of New England Women's Health have been there, delivering personalized expert care and more. In the words of Dad himself, you delivered us our family, and you'll always be part of it. Trinity Health of New England. Visit trinityhealthofne.org. Hi, are you a carpenter? This is Fran Bollier from Phil Bollier & Sons Home Improvement, and we're hiring. Looking for the best of the best window and door installers, carpenters, and vinyl carpenters. Top-notch pay, benefits, fantastic work environment that has built on the trade, not on fake marketing. We've been in the business for 50-plus years and are still growing. Visit us today at BullierHomeImprovement.com, fill out an application, or call 592-1498. Apply today. It's a brand new year with brand new opportunities and Massachusetts Public Schools are ready. Together we're doing more to accelerate learning, ignite students' interest, provide comprehensive support, and continue our commitment to diversity. We're ready to help students excel every step of the way. Get ready at mass.gov back to school. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. WAQI is looking for organizations that regularly distribute information about employment opportunities to job applicants or have job applicants to refer. If your organization would like to receive notification of job vacancies at our station, please mail your request to WAQI 45 Fisher Avenue, East Longmeadow, Massachusetts 01028 or email us at jobs at rock102.com. WAQI is an equal opportunity employer. 7.35 at Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Uh, this month, receive 60% off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit YankeeHomeImprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Local radio icon, Steve Nagel, who uh, gets dismissed when he comes up with a great Billy Idol joke. It was an okay joke. It was four minutes ago, and people have forgotten it. No, they have not. No, they they, they have. I've gotten an email saying I forgot already. I already forgot about that yeah. stupid Billy Idol <laughs> yeah. joke that they yeah. told. <laughs> a uh, dispute between neighbors left a 67-year-old dead and a 73-year-old charged with murder and held without bail. Domingo Orocho of Chicopee was stabbed multiple times at about 6.55 p.m. on Friday in front of 74 Pelican Drive. He was rushed to Bay State Medical Center by ambulance and later died from his injuries, according to court records. When police responded to a 911 call at the address, Orocho was lying motionless on the ground. Witnesses were pointing to, I'm not even going to try to say it, Garab, Garaboa. The I'll, suspect. I'll say the suspect. 73 yeah. saying, that's him. He did it, according to preliminary reports in court records. Uh, police handcuffed and detained the suspect and provided first aid to Orocho, who was suffering from multiple stab wounds. Uh, that also, according to court records, after the ambulance arrived and brought Orocho to the hospital, police read the suspect his rights and initially charged him with assault and battery with a dangerous weapon on a person over 60. He is now being charged with murder. It sounds uh, it sounds a little weird to say, uh, you know, assault and battery on a person over 60 when the suspect himself is. Which one was 73, the victim or the suspect? Uh, the 
the seventy-three-year-old was the suspect. Was the, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, what, do you, what, what do you mean uh, uh, stabbing someone, uh, killing someone uh, over uh, assaulting rather assaulting someone over sixty? I'm seventy-three. He's still younger than me. <laughs> Shouldn't it be a different charge? I know. That and is, I, and that I don't is mean to, I don't mean to make light of it. It's just you, you don't often hear. Apparently, well, they were backyard neighbors. There, there was some kind of a dispute, some kind of an argument, and uh, and this is what it resulted in. And, and the victim uh, allegedly had a stick, uh, and you know I'm sure it'll come down to a, a self defense kind of thing. But you know, 73 and 60 something year old men don't usually settle their differences this way. I'm so glad I never had that experience of having an awful neighbor oh, that boy. you would be. Uh, I mean, I've had awful neighbors before, but right. yeah. but not to the point where it became any kind of heated argument or no. or any kind of you know thing like that. Look at that thing with uh, Rand Paul last year. Uh, you know, the, in Kentucky, and the, these are guys obviously have a lot of money because his neighbor, I believe, was an anesthesiologist, and and they were having a a years long battle over a property line to the point where the neighbor tackled Rand Paul on a rider mower. Uh, that's I mean, listen. Uh, if you're going to attack Rand Paul, a rider mower is the way to do it. No, no. Rand Paul was sitting on the rider oh, mower. He was, was mowing his yeah, lawn. Yeah. And this yeah. guy came and uh, you know, tackled him. Right. This mower. isn't like the lawnmower being pushed by the skeleton with the skeleton lying under the lawnmower. Well, what was the story a few years ago? It was uh, Jim Belushi and I think it was Julie Newmar were next door neighbors and they hated each other. Like, seriously, it got real contentious and they mm-hmm. would like. Do things to each other's property, to just you know to just just to aggravate yep. the other person. It's like you know, I you know you you, never, you would never get to the point where you say, well, that's it, I'm going to move because it's just like, well, why should I have to move? Why don't they move? And you're in a stalemate. Mm-hmm. You're in a, you're in a stalemate, and you never ever get over that kind of you know that kind of acrimony. Yeah, Sucks. and then you end up with something like this in Chicopee. That's it. But then again, like I said, it's like, wait a minute. Uh, so you, I'm in trouble. I'm in more trouble for assaulting a guy 13 years younger than me. <laughs> it is the charge is what it is. I yeah. guess. Well, that's it's interesting that this comes up because what if like two people like who are homosexual uh, kill each other? Do you is charge it a hate the, crime? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's, no, that's, you generally would not. Right, but but that's along the lines of this. Right, if you're along with your peer. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I mean, they're in that case. I mean, they would be fighting for maybe different reasons than just their sexuality. Right. Uh, a Springfield man was arrested on a firearms investigation, or after a firearms investigation on Friday, because you know we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, according to Ryan Walsh, 44-year-old Armani Lopez was arrested after a search warrant at his home on a shkut, a kush, whatever. A kush, a kush. Around 5.55 p.m., detectives seized a sawed-off shotgun and ammunition. Those things are hard to carry around, don't you think? No, actually, that's why they're sawed off. Yeah, it's but the, the, it's the unsawed ones that are a little bit bulky. But that's still a little bulky to be carrying around with. It depends what you're wearing. You got a good-sized overcoat with uh, baggy sleeves. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at it. Nobody saw Schwarzenegger's until it came out. That's true. A uh, Friday night fight over a group of friends not being allowed to enter a frat party ended when a Springfield man drew a gun and pointed it at two frat brothers, police say. 
It was just after midnight Saturday when officers from the Amherst uh, Police Department were dispatched to 38 Nutting Avenue. You know, we had a little bit of detail. No detail yesterday about this. Right. Home of the uh, UMass Fraternity Pi Kappa Phi. Uh, ooh, I love the pie. I like pie, too. Yeah. I love your Kappa Phi pie. Uh, officials have said witnesses had reported seeing a gun and hearing a loud pow noise that sounded like a gunshot. That's it. Mm-hmm. Dean Wormer's closing the frat. Probably. Police say frat members would not let Carlos Vasquez, 21, and his group of friends into their party at the house, leading to a fight between some of the frat members and some of Vasquez's friends. Well, if you remember, yesterday, wasn't uh, weren't the suspects described as college-age-like? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but they were not students no, trying to get into a frat party, and the, and the hosts of the frat party weren't having it until the uh, one interloper uh, pulled a gun and, as it turns out, did not shoot it. The loud bang was actually a firework. Yeah. Worst pledge week ever. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the pow sound was, like you just said, not the gun being fired. A firework being set off. A fact officials say witnesses confirmed. Right. I just saw a video the other day of this guy sitting at a traffic light. No detail of this story. Usually when videos are put up on Reddit, they don't give any details as right. to where it came from. But it's uh, it's a guy in a convertible. And another guy pulls up in a sedan, and all of a sudden you see this fireball go into this guy's car, <laughs> and the firework explodes. It was a firework. The guy tossed it from the sedan yeah, into the convertible. Into the convertible at a traffic yeah. light. Wow. And I remember years ago uh, when the internet was in its early days, and we were getting uh, those chain emails sure. back mm-hmm. in the late 90s, and there was a... There was an email going around about the beware, roll your windows up uh, in the Boston area uh, because there's a thing called spunk ball being played. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Yes. And what spunk ball was supposedly was not what you think. I hope not. It was gasoline soaked rags wrapped in tinfoil with a wick. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's not what I was thinking. In which the person would light the wick and then throw it into your car window while you're out of traffic. Well, it turns out there was no such thing ever as spunk ball, but people were forwarding this message as if, you know, it was. Yeah. In Boston, spunk ball does mean something different. (laughs) Absolutely. It means exactly what you think it does. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, here, here we are, and now it's come true. Well, but by the same token... Um, it could very well have been a staged event as too. You know, the the convertible owner may have been in on it. Are you suggesting that some things on Reddit are not as they seem? I'm suggesting there's a possibility. I don't know where you're coming up with these and ideas. I, and I'm not even someone who frequents that uh, that site, but well, I'm just saying. Well, that's what I said. I said there's no details. There's right. no, There's never any kind of, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the same source of uh, uh, of Steve's uh, guy taking a dump in a bucket right. story from yesterday. Right. Did they even tell you where this happened? No, that's what I'm saying. So you can't like, even look at the local newspaper mm. and see if there's a corresponding story to this event? That's exactly what yeah. I'm saying, man. Mm. There's no detail. Firefighters in Russell are mourning the unexpected death of one of their members. Uh, according to a GoFundMe page, uh, page created by friends, David Walzak passed away on September 11th of uh, 2021, the cause of death. Uh, is unknown at this time. Walzak was survived by his wife, uh, two daughters, and his niece. Um, there is a GoFundMe uh, post uh, for this thing. It's up on my Facebook page. I personally knew this family. 
um, uh, Dave's wife used to watch our girls <clears throat> when they were younger. <clears throat> and I he tried to practice this about 20 times before I wanted to say it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it's a, they're a great family uh, filled with lots of love. And uh, if you'd like to donate to the, the GoFundMe page, you can go to my Facebook page or it's up on the 22's website. So that's all I got to say about that. Very right. Uh, and health officials are investigating human and pet exposures to a raccoon with rabies in East Hampton on Monday. The East Hampton Department of Health said they were notified of one human and two domestic pet exposures to the infected wild animal on Friday. <laughs> Should have called me. You know, if these people would stop sleeping with these raccoons, they no, wouldn't they, be getting rabies. They, they're not. Uh, they're not necessarily sleeping with them. Well, how did one human and two domestic pets? Get infected. Uh, probably because the pet got infected and then went into the house and the human petted the pet or I, got some of its saliva on him. I think there's some uh, raccoon sex. No, I, I, I don't yeah, yeah, know yeah, that it's raccoon that's sex. Perverse. But, uh, yeah, you should have called me. I would have gone in there. I've uh, I've dispatched a few raccoons in my life. It took you like 35 shots to kill a it raccoon. It took seven shots, and it was only because the bullets were passing through him. He was like a he was like a raccoon. He was a ghost raccoon. You know, that 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 raccoon was like a like the Terminator. Did yeah. It, didn't uh, you know? It, one shot should have uh, should have killed him. You'd think so, but no. He was uh, he was a ghost raccoon. A ghost raccoon. Well, I mean, he appeared to actually physically be there, but to have uh, bullets just pass right through him and he didn't even slow down. Obviously, he's a ghost. Or he's the Terminator. Or that, yeah. or I missed. Did the liquid raccoon skin go mold back into no, his skin it, it as he walked towards you? No, it didn't happen that fast. <laughs> no? Yeah. Need to start running towards no. you at a fast uh, rate of speed? No. With hook arms. Uh, have you seen this boy? <laughs> <laughs> Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast, which is brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee, uh, going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 77. Tomorrow more of the same with a high of 85. It is 56 in downtown Springfield. Next time you're at the beverage cooler, look for the black and white can. It's Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. It's velvety smooth and smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air roasted. And that's your Fogbuster forecast and the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. You might know that all in... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 755 and Aerosmith on Rock 102. Not a bad day today. Uh, the chance of a shower, uh, although the greater chance of a thunderstorm tomorrow. Um, they were just showing earlier on the Today Show, you know, for all the complaining that we uh, rightly are doing about this wet summer we've had, uh, the Gulf Coast just keeps getting hit over and over and over again. Different parts of it, thankfully, not, not just New Orleans or, or that part. But last night, they said Galveston, Texas, in, in one overnight, got 13 inches of rain. I wish I knew you were going to mention this. I would have played some Glenn Campbell. I, I know. I know. Uh, but uh, 13, and they said other areas can expect as much as 15 inches. Can you imagine no. what that mean? 15 no. inches of rain. I mean, that's, I mean, we've had a lot of rain, but not like. Not like that. Not in, an, not in an overnight. No, right. no. Right. I mean, I can't even imagine what that must look like. I mean, you open a door, it must be like you're walking into a pool. Well, I mean, you know, a week or so ago, you had those people in New York City in basement apartments who were, you know, basically drowning in their own homes. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, well, on that happy note, uh, <laughs> next hour, we're going to be talking to uh, Jeremy Leary from uh, Blitzkrieg Pro Wrestling. There's a big event coming up on Saturday. Uh, we're going to tell you all about it with, at uh, Tower Square along with the uh, White Lion Brewery. 
and uh, it'd be nice to see some wrestling coming to a downtown Springfield for a change. Yeah, I didn't know it was coming to the Mass Mutual Center. I thought they were just going to wrestle out on Bridge Street right in front of White Lion. Yeah, no, I, I think they're doing it right there at uh, at Tower Square, oh, okay. and uh, you know, I think they're you know there'll be chairs thrown, there'll be uh, you know, all kinds of uh, wrestling stuff. in Tower Square. Not the Mass Mutual Center. Not the Mass Mutual Center. It's, it's, oh. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a limited tickets, uh, but uh, it's going to be great. So uh, we'll be talking to uh, Jeremy just after 8 o'clock. It would be like between the elevator and uh, and um, what's that bar, uh, the, the, the nice uh, place that only old people, I think, go to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been a, been a while since I've been over there, but yeah. it's a good chance to get back. And yeah. uh, but White Lion is now at Tower Square, so yeah. you know they're now the uh, the hot place in town. That's so. where all, that's where the grandkids go <laughs> okay. while their grandparents are back at that other place. Fair enough. Hey, Rock 102 is bringing you New England Patriot football all season long. This Sunday, the Patriots head to the Meadowlands in New Jersey to take on the Jets. The live uh, Country Nissan pregame show begins at ten o'clock with kickoff scheduled for one. Join Bob Sochi and Scott Zolak as they bring you all the play-by-play action. The Patriots play here on Rock 102. The Baxton O'Brien podcast is brought to you by the Wealth Technology Group in West. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-11 and ACDC on Rock 102. Some sun, some clouds, and maybe even a shower today. Uh, More the same for tomorrow, but hotter, so therefore more likely to have a, a severe thunderstorm. But right now it is still... Uh, 60 degrees, let's say, in downtown Springfield. Live wrestling is uh, coming back to Springfield. Jeremy Leary from uh, Blitzkrieg Pro Wrestling is in the studio. There's a big event coming up on Saturday. It's good to see you. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. So, uh, we, so yeah. we had you uh, we had you on the phone, like you said, five years ago. Uh, was that right? Six, six years ago? It yeah. was six. I remember it exactly. It was a Thursday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, but that was your first event. That was uh, our first event, yeah. And now you've been doing events ever since, and, and now you got uh, something going on on Saturday. Tell us about uh, what's being planned. Yeah, so uh, Saturday, uh, September 18th, we will be bringing pro wrestling to Tower Square, the legendary Tower Square right on Main Street in uh, Springfield. Uh, it's at 6 o'clock. It's right outside the White Lion Brewery right in the lobby. Oh, it's right out. It's it's right there in that lobby area. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I wasn't sure if it was going to be in one of the bathrooms or no. at the Duncan. <laughs> well, this has or... always been like a like a hotbed for uh, wrestling entertainment. Anyway, if, if I'm not mistaken, Gorilla Monsoon got his uh, his start at uh, at it's... Tower Square many many years I ago. I believe it was at Spaghetti Freddy's. <laughs> yes, fact. I believe that's yeah. uh, that's absolutely true. There yeah. was pasta all over the place. Mm-hmm. But it's, to... it's really just history repeating itself because now <laughs> Spaghetti Freddy's is White Lion. And... <laughs> See, it's all come back around again. Now, the, the, the event themselves, you've got uh, a bunch of wrestlers uh, and a bunch of bouts all scheduled and ready to go. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have nine matches. Uh, we, have a, we have a lot of people that uh, are well known on the independent scene. Uh, I'd like to, I like to tell people, see the stars of tomorrow before they're on your TV. With us today, we've had we've had many many uh, people who worked for us regularly that are, now have contracts and are on you know what either AEW or WWE every week. So and some of them still get to work for us periodically. Yeah. So that that does happen. I mean that's that's that. In fact, that's the way it started many years ago. Guys yep. working in uh, like you know r- regional federations, and then eventually they get picked up and 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 contracted out with the yeah. with the with the bigger federations. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's so similar to like being in a band or anything. You start in the bingo halls and and the tower squares, and 
hope to get picked up by a major company. And, you know, it's a lot easier now with the internet and streaming and uh, all of our stuff's out there. It's it's cool. It's it's a good time to be in professional wrestling. And then is it the other way around? You know, when you're on your way down uh, in your career, you might come back and play, you know, like Billy Idol at the Big E, uh, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. We, we don't talk about that on the same day. <laughs> so I'm looking at your promotional poster. Um, who's the guy with the goat head? The goat? Oh, the masks? Yeah, the mask, right. Oh. Right. In the middle, that is uh, that's the great and devious Ultramantis Black. Now is that oh, uh, N95 duh. compliant uh, yeah, with that right. mask? I do, I do feel stupid <laughs> for asking now. I think OSHA told Mantis that the mask was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Good, good. And then what about the masks on the two guys uh, in the upper left above? <laughs> it's like a photo superimposed on on the uh, pose. Yeah. Uh, so that's our tag team champions. Uh, they are the Legion of Rot. Hollow Wicked and Frightmare, and they will be facing the uh, the team on the other side, the Batiri, Kodama, and Oberion. I'm Not, sorry, the Legion of what? Rot. Of uh, rot. Yeah. R-O-T. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is that yeah. an acronym or just the word rot? Uh, just the word rot. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, the, yeah. o- the other two uh, tag team, those are the ones you're talking about, the, the guys with the, the green faces look yeah. like you know, Glenn Danzig after, uh, after <laughs> food poisoning. Yeah, that's a good. I hope they're listening so that they hear that all the way in New York. I love that. I love that. Who, who's uh, who's the guy who appears to have some type of a boa on his left arm? Oh, geez, where am I? Down, down in the lower right. Uh, yeah, I he, we a, don't we don't have a. Copy oh, oh, that, that, oh, I know, I know who you're talking about. That that gentleman is named Aaron Rourke. Uh, like I said, the stars of tomorrow. It's it's a matter of time before Aaron Rourke gets picked up by a major company. He's He's phenomenal. He's such a good talent. Now, are, are you wrestling? Are you in it? I am wrestling, yeah. You are. Myself and uh, my partner, Perry Von Vicious, will be facing uh, <laughs> Ultramantis Black, who's in the middle Okay. there, and uh, and Jeff Cannonball, who is the vegan deathmatch wrestler. The vegan deathmatch? <laughs> oh, yeah. What a, what a, what a hook. What is, yeah, your, yeah. what is your partner's name? <laughs> Perry Von Vicious. Ah, Perry Von yeah. Vicious. Sure. Now, yeah. now, let me ask, and I'm asking, and again, this is uh, Jeremy Leary from uh, Blitzkrieg uh, Pro Wrestling coming to Tower Square on Saturday. Are you uh, are you a, a heel or or a babyface? I know I know those are the the two <laughs> the, the the two categories of wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess there I'm mostly a babyface. Usually when I travel, I I like to make people mad and. Uh, it's it's free reign to tell all these people what's on my mind and it's okay. <laughs> but yeah. uh, with Blitzkrieg, I tend to uh, I it's known that I'm kind of behind the scenes and help make things happen, and I I tend to get a babyface reaction. So who's the uh, who's the gal there in the uh, in the photo? Oh, uh, that is uh, Allie Catch. She's uh, Allie she's Catch. Yeah. yeah, she just recently worked for AEW that will be airing soon, and uh, she's coming to us from Cleveland. We got people from New York, Florida. I mean, we got the Warlord right in the middle there. There's a gentleman named the Warlord. He was uh, Best Batch Promotions is bringing him to us. He was with WWE like uh, and WCW like late '80s, early '90s. I think he wrestled Hogan. He was really? part of the Powers of Pain, and 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 now they're fighting in an elevator waiting area. Uh, he's not fighting. He's he's yeah. uh, he's just doing a well, meet and greet. Yeah. The the, the the fact of the matter is, you know, a lot of these regional uh, federations like uh, the Blitzkrieg, you know, pro. Yeah, you know, they have they have a lot of very dedicated fans, and uh, you know some of these people that you're talking about probably bringing some of their fans along with you. And I know it's a, it's like a limited seating situation for this particular event, but you yeah. know that's not to say this thing won't fill up pretty quick. Uh, 
you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's a very big area. Uh, and if we run out of seats, there's always standing room and there's a balcony right above us. So. Right. Uh, but yeah, oh. we we have a we have a very dedicated group of fans. We call the BP faithful and uh, come out to every show, and it's it's really a family vibe. And if I could, real quick, on that note, a really important part of this show is that we will be doing raffles, uh, concert tickets, some wrestling memorabilia. Uh, one of our most dedicated fans, a gentleman named Chris, uh, he was recently diagnosed and is now in remission, thankfully, but with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm. Uh, and although he's in remission now, the bills are still there from leaving work and stuff. So right, yeah. we're going to try to raise some money for Chris as well. And I think that's a really important part of the show. And uh, White Lion is one of your big sponsors? White Lion, yeah. Ray Ray from White Lion got me in touch. I also work in the brewing community over at Two Weeks Notice in West Springfield. So... We're real tight. He knew I needed a new venue because originally we were going to be in a moose lodge in Westfield that closed. Wow. Yeah, nobody, and it's very wow. small. So. Man, nobody wants that. A moose lodge that closed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, COVID. You don't see that. It's like a, uh, oh, COVID. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say that's like a boarded up McDonald's. You don't see those too often. <laughs> hey, if, if you got a boarded up McDonald's, we're, we're, we're punk as heck, man. We'll, we'll go right in there and we'll throw the best McDonald's show ever. So if people wanted to buy uh, tickets or know what time, what time this thing starts, uh, what are they looking at? Yeah, all right. So tickets. So when I decided to name our wrestling promotion after Ramon's song, I didn't think how, how not easy Blitzkrieg Pro is. But it's, yeah, it's blitzkriegpro.net for tickets. B-L-I-T-Z-K-R-I-E-G. It's like it sounds. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... uh so you can get your tickets there, especially if you want front row. We got like four left, and second row is filling up really fast as well. But if not, you're more than welcome to come get tickets at the gate uh, at six o'clock. And how much? Are, how much are tickets? Uh, they start at twenty dollars. That's that's cheap. That's a third of the price yeah. of that Billy yeah, Idol fella. Exactly. And you're gonna get, and you're gonna get more entertainment out of the <laughs> wrestling of than Billy show. Idol. Who, who's right. Billy Idol ever beat in the ring? Huh? That's yeah, right. Well, I, I don't know. You're, you're not never just, even been in the ring. You're not just gonna get more out of wrestling. You're gonna get more, more. Oh, oh, man. Right, that's great, Steve. Steve. That yeah. first one was enough. Yeah, it was. You know what? It's funnier the second time. Steve. No, it's it not. Really it really good, is. Good work. Uh, Jeremy here is laughing. I, yeah, well, he well, I heard it on the first. way, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was trying to match up the squirrel personalities with what kind of wrestler they'd be as well. So. No, Jeremy, I think you've been here long enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy, it does sound like it's a lot of fun. And again, it's uh, Saturday at Tower Square. Uh, doors open at 6, but the, the bell starts at 7 right yes yes sir awesome blitzkrieg uh, pro wrestling jeremy leary it's good to see you best of hey, luck thank you guys so much absolutely it's 821 on rock 102 it's 823 with Banks and o'brien to rock 102 hey later on this week we're gonna be talking to a joel hoekstra from the trans-siberian orchestra they're gonna be at mohegan sun arena on sunday november 28th and i believe dan williams will be giving away tickets later on today but we'll be talking to joel either uh, Thursday or Friday of this week. Just texted somebody, in fact, um, that we were having that interview. We just ran the commercial uh, a minute ago, and I was like, oh, man. But, I mean, it's late November, so hopefully by then we'll be back to a point where, I mean, I'm not going into arenas with 30,000 people or something like that. I wouldn't even go into a 10,000-person a arena right now. But, you know, well, that's, that's not still a, two months away. That's not a 30,000-seat arena. But no, it, you know what I mean. It, it is no, uh, I get it. way too many people to be in there. And, you know, and they didn't tour uh, last year. So I, I've been to, like, every show 
for 14 straight years. And then, you know, last year we all missed it, and then I'd hate to have to miss it again this year. God, that would suck. Well, hopefully uh, things will be a little bit uh, better off by November 28th. Well, they did. Uh, I did see something on the news last night that did say that they were starting uh, to get a little bit better, the numbers. But one thing I read the other day, which was really interesting, although it's far too long for me to really get totally into right now, but all these uh, times that you hear about, in particular, airports and airplanes of uh, people who are not wearing masks and getting fined. The truth of the matter is there's really no organization in charge of either instituting a fine or enforcing one. Uh, The TSA had 4,000 mask complaints, mask violation complaints, 4,000 complaints, only 126 of those people faced fines let alone were given fines. And the TSA is only in charge of the airport right there where they are. Was it, are those arbitrary numbers, or was there a difference between, like, one case to another? I, I don't – that's the other thing, too, is, you know, if they examine them on a case-by-case basis, maybe that was the worst ones that they had. But they're only responsible for that waiting area. Uh, if someone is in the bo- boarding area – without a mask, that responsibility then falls either on local law enforcement, or, you know, at Bradley Airport, it would be the Connecticut State Police, not the Windsor Locks Police, or airport employees yeah. to intervene. And then once you board the plane, then it's the flight attendants. But the flight attendants don't have a direct line to the TSA or the FAA. So there's really, you know... The actual fine being imposed by an organization that's going to then follow it up, it, it's it's kind of tough. Yeah. Now, hey, listen, I, the last thing I want to do right now is is fly in a plane. I mean, thank goodness I don't have any, you know, reason to go or or plans to go at the at the moment. I mean, at some point I will, but like not not quite yet. Although, yeah, I am encouraged by the fact that uh, Massachusetts and I think Vermont are the two highest vaccinated states in the country Mm -hmm. like nobody even comes close at this point i'm less concerned about the airplane than i am the airport because you know because they kept showing you early on in the pandemic the the type of air circulation on an airplane is so good and so frequent you're better off there than you are in a grocery store but you know i mean depending on when you fly or where you're flying Mm. you can distance pretty well in an airport yeah, you're right. not you're not necessarily crammed all in, right? Um, you, you know, the entire time. I mean, if if you wanted to step aside and waiting for your for your row to be called, yeah. you could do that without a problem until I, the row is called. I would think I, I would be like much more concerned, like at baggage claim, you or know, in and, that row line, like you just said. Yeah, but or, or even the jetway. But what I would think they would do is is they would call fewer rows yeah. and then distance everybody in the line. You'd hope so. I think that's the only way they could do it yeah. because otherwise you're going to have 100 people in a line, you know, waiting to get in and everybody crammed up, you know, waiting to, you know, show their boarding pass on their phone or you know whatever it may be. I I just hate to I hate to be on a on a plane. You know, I always look at those people that cause the problems and uh you know, you look at them and you try and size them up and decide whether or not you would have gotten involved. Like, it seems like most of the guys 
that have caused enough problems that they made it on the nightly news were big, burly types. And it's like, yeah, no, I probably wouldn't have gotten involved in that. Whereas, Actually, you know, lot- like the little old lady in the bank the other day who I was willing to yell at because she didn't have her mask on right. is because she was a little old lady. Yeah, but I she, ain't afraid but, of them. But she's causing as much disturbance as the big giant guys refusing to wear a mask, right. too. But she's not likely to break my neck if uh, she gets really oh, pissed off know. at me. Listen, she could take her walker yeah. and uh, you bruise up your shins really good. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and decide based on the look of the person whether or not I want to get involved. We got news next to Rock 102. September means fall in New England. Football, pumpkin spice flavored. 832 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Bank ESB. Earn cash rewards when you open up a free checking account with Bank ESB. Visit your local branch or bankesb.com to open up an account today. Bank ESB, unlock your potential. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, we'll play a little Price is Right game. Uh, what do you think the price tag is on to clean the mold at South Hadley High School? Uh, Bax, I'll take your uh, guess first. Uh, $250,000. Uh, and John, I'll take is your... Is the uh, winner uh, whoever comes closer without going over? Uh, yes. I would say $767,000. Really? Yeah. You didn't read the whole number? No, I no, I can only remember the seven sixty seven. You are correct. Come yeah. on down on the price back. Yep, the estimated cost to remove the mold and clean the high school to make it safe again is seven hundred and sixty seven thousand nine hundred and twenty eight dollars and a comma, according to MassLife. And a comma. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it couldn't uh, include the zeros uh, sure. that go along with wow, it. Wow, that's uh, that's almost worth more than the entire building. The uh, building remains closed for learning. Uh, the work uh, now underway involves cleaning 69 giggity classrooms, bathrooms, hallways, storage areas, locker rooms, cafeterias, and kitchen areas. So it kind of makes you wonder then, what's it costing to clean the courthouse? <laughs> Please, you don't even want to know. But uh, still, you know, $760,000. I'd like to have the mold cleaning company. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because what you know, what are the, you know, what are they? Uh, what's their overhead? You know, a couple of brushes, a couple yeah. things of, uh, of paper bleach. towels, paper towels, maybe a sponge. You know, I'm actually, I'm actually going through this right now with my mother's house. There was, uh, there was some mold found. This in, is in Florida. Yeah, yeah. In, in a bedroom, and of course, the house has been unoccupied. Uh, mm-hmm. So, it, which is a, a ripe for uh, sure. you know, mold growth. Is it? Do you have the? Humidifier on? It, well, so it's being it's being uh, remediated now okay. by uh, surf by a surf pro uh, tech. Okay, um, but it's a section of wall. Basically, it was just water that had saturated a wall from a faulty uh, sprinkler system mm-hmm. and then created mold. Blah blah blah. Uh, but for a small patch of wall, maybe I don't know two feet by two feet, and a small patch of carpet, uh, fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To get you coming and going. Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, you know, I've seen the listing. I've seen pictures of the house. Don't let a little mold uh, detract you from uh, making a qualified well, offer. Because un- there's lots of room for activities. Unfortunately, it is. Because nobody wants to yeah. deal. When you see that, even though you know it's being remediated, mm-hmm. the idea that it's even present is a turnoff. Which, I, again, is strange because any home in Florida that has not been lived in for even a week mm-hmm. is, is, you know, if you don't have a dehumidifier on or you don't have some kind Air of climate control going on in there, uh, you're going to have a problem. Yeah, and it was a combination of a, of a power outage with no air conditioning running, 
on top of this water issue. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, you know, it's right conditions for that. Yeah. School officials are cautiously, uh, cautiously optimistic uh, students can return to the high school building for in-person learning later this month. Just uh, when classes were about to begin in late August, families were told the public about the public health danger, and it meant remote learning for the time being for high school students. Efforts have been made to procure physical space elsewhere on a temporary basis. Yeah, but it's like yeah, we talked about this over a week ago that you know, they're talking about the Holyoke Mall. Um, there was another place, I'm trying to remember, that was like very unusual to think of having. I mean, you know, Holyoke Community College was one place. Elms College was another one. But it was the Hoyoke Mall, and I, and I forget what the other one was. But it's like, okay, but that was a week ago. You're talking about a temporary space that you're taking several weeks just to figure out where it's going to go, <laughs> never mind to equip it. That's, uh, that's the ironic part of it, isn't yeah. it? I mean, you're it, talking about an emergency situation, but you're, you're dragging your heels to And I'm not suggesting you're even dragging your heels, but the, the process itself takes so long it, that it just it, it's hard to it's hard to imagine they could be dragging their heels too who knows well when you get the price <laughs> when they get the price tag of cleaning the actual building i'm sure everyone's yeah. kind of hemming it on right now oh here's some breaking news from 22 you ready mm-hmm. yes multiple fire trucks arrived on scene in heath to put out a chimney fire yesterday uh, wait a minute where did multiple fire trucks come from <laughs> To arrive in Heath. Every, every other place but Heath itself. Yeah. Coal rain. Every town around Heath. They have a picture of a coal rain fire truck. Ah. Uh, are, yeah. are there Dalmatians running ahead of it? I don't think so. I don't see any in the pictures. According to a statement released by the Coal Rain Firefighters Association, Phil, just before <laughs> 6 p.m., a chimney fire was reported on Coal Rain Stage Road. Coal rain engine two, engine three, and engine one reported to the site of the fire. One, two, and three? To assist Heath engine one. Yeah. Well, remember, though, we talked about this. I forget where it was. Uh, Somewhere in the Berkshires, there was was a fire department that was not a bordering town that sent apparatus Mm -hmm. to this fire. And, And I got an email because we talked about it on the air and we joked a little bit. And then I got an email from from a higher up within the fire services in Massachusetts. Who Phil, point, Phil's brother. Yeah, Phil's older brother. Uh, that pointed out that, you know, based on uh, topography and environment and needs, there are some towns that have pieces of equipment that other towns don't have because they don't have the same circumstances. But a town 30 miles away who doesn't have that piece of equipment may call for it. So, you know, you could have a, a fire truck come in from Lee to, to help fight a fire in, in Russell. I mean, it, it's possible yeah. that something like that could happen because they have the equipment specific to the type of uh, fire. Yeah, it's it's more uh, complicated than we know about. Right, right. And, and when we joke and say, you know, well, what, what were the multiple fire trucks from Heath, uh, or in Heath, rather, where are they from? You know, hey, for all we know, it, it could be like Chicago Fire in Heath. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> like emergency. Okay. You know, they got Randolph Mantooth and Kevin Ty sitting there. If I knew that Randolph Mantooth was going to come from wherever he's staying at these uh, uh, these these years uh, to take care of the fire in my house, mm-hmm. I'd be proud. Oh yeah, I'd torch it. Yeah, 
And when we talk about it, we're just three idiots, not even. Exactly. We have no idea. Uh, Duncan opened its first ever digital restaurant on August 18th on Beacon Street in Boston and is ready to celebrate today with a grand opening uh, from 10 to 11 a.m. This is a uh, this is cool. Hey, I read this earlier it's this morning. Really it's very cool. neat. The Duncan Digital uh, offers the full menu, while the traditional order counter will be replaced with uh, two in-store digital kiosks where customers can place a customized order and pay for it using cash, credit card, or gift card. Customers can also uh, do advanced orders using the Duncan app, and all orders will be served through contactless pickup. It's. Um, I thought they were doing this in Westfield, but they. Mm-hmm. it's not. No. They're still doing in-store yeah, it, because they had knocked down this older one to rebuild a new one. Right. And it it was a completely different design, and the way it looked was like, I don't think you're going to be able to go in there, you know, the way it looked. But now that it's finished, it's clear that it is a full-service restaurant that you can go in there. That's cool. Not full-service, but you know what I mean, with the uh, full a regular, staff. A regular Dunkin'. Well, you know, I, I think we've proven that nearly every restaurant can handle you know, electronic orders mm-hmm. or, you know, other other ways of of doing business. And, you know, how many times have you you gone to Duncan and you're in the drive through and you're kind of waiting around, to, but then all of a sudden there's this idea and you're like, oh, well, that actually kind of makes a lot of sense. Well, remember I talked about this place uh, last week called Bar Taco? Yeah. It, they don't have waitresses. Uh, you know, you, you QR code the menu, you order right through either a mobile app or, or a device that they provide. I'm not even sure which it is. And then you pay for it that way. There's actually one of those places in West Hartford. I didn't know there was any local. I thought I was talking about a chain that was out in the Midwest somewhere. Oh, yeah. But now there's one of these places in uh, in West Hartford. I want to go check that out. I didn't think you like tacos. It's not so much about whether I, I don't even necessarily need to eat. I just want to see what it's like to go into a restaurant, and not have to wait for uh, a, a waiter or a waitress to acknowledge you. You're going to go into alone a, take your order. If you're going to go into a place and not eat. They're going to tell. They're going to show you the door. Uh, I didn't yeah. say I wasn't going to order. I just said I might not eat. Um, well, but I want to see how the operation runs. You know, if you want to be ignored and not eat, uh, go into an Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, yeah, served up yeah. just. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they've got uh, three Connecticut locations: Stanford, West Hartford, and Westport. Ah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go to. I want to go to that what, West Hartford. What's one. the name of it again? The Bar, Bar Taco. Taco. Bar Taco. It's one word: La Bar, La Bar and Tacos. Le Bar Taco. There's also uh, one in Boston too, but nah, you're not gonna go all the way no, out there. No, of course not. Please. A uh, Worcester area resident and animation artist, Jonathan Holes, proposed to his girlfriend showing a self-made video at a showcase cinemas in Worcester uh, before Shang Chai and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Is it Shang Chi or Shang Chai? I don't know. Holes wanted to make the day memorable and meaningful, so as an artist, he used his talents to create an animated, uh, personalized film showing the couple getting engaged. So he makes this film, and then they go to see the movie, yeah. and then they play the film before the movie, yeah, yeah. and then they turn the lights on, and he gets down on his knee, and he proposes. Oh, is it sweet as that? Is it just him and her in the theater, or is this a regular movie uh, audience? It sounded like it was a regular movie audience. Yeah, I would be pissed off by that. I know. I would be like, hello, this movie yeah. is two hours and 46 minutes long. Not to mention to... 25 minutes of coming attractions mm-hmm. and I'm trying to play screen trivia. Just say yes and get it over with. <laughs> but what do you do if you, if you wind up sticking around for the movie the movie sucks? Now the yeah. whole night's been shot. Plus I'd be young. You're going to be divorced by the sequel. I wonder if he got the uh, the popcorn bucket treatment. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good you know? trick. That's yeah. a good trick. I mean trick. if she got it. 
No, he would get it. No, he would give it. No, the popcorn bucket goes on the guy. I know, that's him giving it, and she's the one receiving the popcorn. But he's the one experiencing the fun. Well. All she's doing is innocently eating popcorn. That might be the fun part. I would think if you went to the great lengths of being so romantic as to uh, work with a movie theater, which probably cost this man fives of dollars to do, mm-hmm. uh, you would deserve the popcorn bucket yeah. treatment. But, you know, the, the downside of that is is that, you know, once you poke the hole in the bottom of the bucket, now you've got a whole lap full of melted butter. And, you know, that's going to wind up staining your pants. That, but that, that doesn't, it, that's, it doesn't matter. Right. I saw it. I spelled butter on my pants. Y- yeah, in, in the in the shape of a large circle. Everyone go- everyone's going to know what you are uh, you are doing. I want them to know. When you can say you have duck butter on your pants. I want it put on the marquee out front. <laughs> this guy just got the uh, the yeah. hot yeah. butter treatment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you wear the creepy old man with the with the butter, butter stain on his, his pants. The duck butter stains. <laughs> Jesus. There's duck butter stains in uh, aisle L, seat mm-hmm. 9 and 10. Yeah. <laughs> Cows can be toilet trained in order to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, according to researchers. In a study which took place in Germany, scientists trained the animals to use a designated toilet. Their urine was then collected and treated. The ammonia from cow's urine turns into greenhouse gas nitrous oxide when it's mixed with what? soil. Wait, wait. The greenhouse gases that you always hear about coming from cows... Come from the urine? Yeah. Yeah. I never knew that. I assumed it was the uh, the other end. The chocolate end. Uh, well, uh, I do believe that that produces some sort of gas yeah, as well. Yeah, but, you, sure. but you're training them to use urinals because the urine is, is the primary source? Wow, I had no idea. Worldwide, about 10% of all greenhouse gas emissions from all from human activities comes from cattle. Uh, researchers attempted to teach 16 cows to use the toilet dubbed the Mulu. <laughs> the Mulu. Yeah. At the farm owned by the Research Institute for the uh, Farm Animal Biology. The animals were placed in the Mulu pen and were rewarded with food or af- for urinating. After this, they were then placed in an area next to the Mulu and rewarded for walking into the pen and urinating. Those who urinated outside of the Mulu were sprayed with water for three seconds. As part of the third that's, stage of training. That's their Abu Ghraib treatment. <laughs> <laughs> this is their Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As part of the uh, third stage of training, the distance from the toilet was extended and the rewards and punishments continued. Yeah, the punishments then went up to waterboarding. <laughs> but, the cow. But the cows wouldn't talk. <laughs> Uh, very quickly, within 15 to 20 urinations on average, the cows would self-initiate entry to the toilet because they know there's a treat on the other side. Yeah, or there's a punishment on this side. I had no idea these greenhouse gases came from their urine. Is, is being sprayed with water really a punishment? For a cow, it might be. They hate water. What? You ever seen a cow, like, standing at the foot of, at the edge of a, of a natural body of water? Yeah, that's how they drink. drink. Shaking like a leaf. Yeah, but once one of his feet touch, oh, they're they're, they're freaked out. It's too cold. Yeah. (laughs) I'm shivering so bad, I'm making milkshakes. I'm making ice cream over here. Why am I thinking of a Looney Tunes character dipping his toe into the water and (laughs) doing that very thing? I can't remember what exactly it was, but I have this scene where it was a cartoon. I forget. 
Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 78. Uh, tomorrow, uh, could see some sunshine in the afternoon, but now they're calling for morning uh, thunderstorms and a high of 85. It is 62 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. One of the coolest things from Xfinity is the Xfinity Voice Remote. It's awesome. It allows you to find what you want faster by using voice commands to change channels rather than channel surfing all day long. You can search for shows, get recommendations, and more. Use the Xfinity Voice Remote to manage your Wi-Fi as well. Just say, what's my Wi-Fi username and password? Or show me my Wi-Fi. You can access and monitor your system right from your TV with the Xfinity Voice Remote. Say commands like arm my system or view Xfinity home cameras. You can manage your account from your TV. Just say, show me my account into your Xfinity Voice Remote to find your Xfinity username, reset your password, view and pay your bill, and view and manage appointments. The Xfinity Voice Remote can even understand both English and Spanish. Xfinity has it all. The ability to pause live TV, an Xfinity Voice Remote to let you choose what you want quickly, customer service to let you dictate when you want and need help, Xfinity Mobile, Xfinity Voice, and even home security. Talk to the folks at Xfinity Store today or call 1-800-XFINITY or visit Xfinity.com. It's the latest in technology and it's available at your voice and fingertips only from Xfinity. The McDonald's breakfast is too good to speak deal. Sounds a lot like... <laughs> that. And who wants to chit-chat in the morning when you have McDonald's to eat anyway? Get a sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or any size premium roast hot coffee, any two, for $2. Or get a sausage McMuffin with egg, two for $4. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Now is the time to refinance your mortgage. Munson Savings Bank can help you refinance with low rates and a $350 off closing costs coupon. Visit MunsonSavings.Bank. Your bank forever. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Attention New England. Leah Toto Wilbraham is now the area's authorized Kelly Blue Book buying